Welcome back, Bucket Busters. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, Stumptown, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me are my co-host, Eric, the Encyclopedia Foster. Hey, area blazer, bro, Zapanta. Man, I can't even top that one, dude. I'm not even gonna try. What's up, everybody? Wait, let me do it for you. Look good, feel good, <laughs> yep. pod good. good. Let's get it. Let's get it, boys. Let's get it. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, shoot. Since I did your intro, maybe you should just do my intro into the show. No, thank you. It's all you, buddy. It's all you. All right, guys. Hey, we had a couple of games we got to cover, maybe a little bit. Um, Blazers Cavs, Blazers Nets. Uh, let's just dive right in yeah. and start talking Blazers Cavs. Now, um, I know, Eric, you were, you've were you been under the weather recently, uh, well, for a while. Um, you maybe didn't catch this game. I don't know. No, man, uh, I, I couldn't taste it or smell it, thank God, because <laughs> I heard it was boo-boo. Yeah, yeah we you can know, blast through this one. It, it wasn't a good game. It really wasn't. But the Blazers lost to the Cavs, 114-101. to 101. Uh, Ant, you know, we, we've been seeing a lot of good things from Ant. I mean, he may be the one bright spot in this season so far. At least uh, right. Right. Him is, uh, At least breakout the player spread. of the year. Yeah, 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 yeah. We mentioned that before, but I guess I'll, I'll give it to I've you. I've even mentioned You're it right. while you were gone, dude. I shouted we you did. out. We did. So you, you and uh, Dwight James, actually. So it ended up with 14, uh, 3-7 and seven that game. Norm put in 19. Nas had a close to a double-double, 8-8. Eight and eight. Rocco finally came to play, had 17-8 and eight with a couple blocks. Um... Nurk had a double-double. I think, was this Cody's... This wasn't Cody's first game back, was it? Um, You know, I, I think it was. Can anyone fact-check me on this? I'll fact-check um, it. I, I think it was, but, you know, Cody Cody came in and, you know, it's... Uh, guys coming off an injury, it's going to take them a game or two. And that, I got to say, is exactly what happened. Uh, the Cavs took us apart. I mean, they, there's, they dismantled this team. Uh, I don't even know who Garland is, to be honest with you. Darius Garland? Judy? Judy? Darius. Judy Garland? <laughs> Judy, yes, Judy Garland. Dude, Darius like Garland. Judy Garland. Uh, yep, exactly. Yes. He he put up 26 points. He was 5 of 8 from beyond the arc. Mobley had 18 and 8. I mean, Allen, dude. That guy, 13 and 13. Marking in 15. Like, we, we just couldn't stop him. Uh, uh, what's his name? CD? Is it CD? Osman? Yes. CD Osman. Yep. He, uh, I feel like I should probably come prepared for you guys. <laughs> like I should not be asking you how to pronounce these guys' names. Anyway, CD Osman, four of seven from beyond the arc. And they ended up beating the Blazers 114 to 101. I don't have a lot to say about this game because it, it was kind of, you know, a little more of what we've been getting since Dame was out on injury. Um, do you guys have anything to add to this? Uh, it it was Cody Zeller's first game back. Uh, that's okay. one. Second part is the Cavs are the real deal. They're not a running joke anymore. This is actually a really, really darn good team, and they showed us why. Yeah? How deep it, uh, into the playoffs are they going? What's your prediction? Put it out there. Dude, at least into the second round? 
I really? wanna say yes, dude, they're good. They're a really good, talented team. And you know what? I I don't have the facts in front of me, but I wanna say that they're up there on defensive rating. Like they are surprisingly good, bro. So. I wish I knew what that was like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's move into a, a much better showing. Last night, the Blazers took it to the Brooklyn Nets. Did you guys catch that game? Yes, sir. Eric, I know you were sick. I'm going to give you a pass on this one if you didn't catch it. No. At least tell me you saw some highlights. Uh, I did. I saw Ant going off, and I saw Mr. Little try to put uh, Kyrie Irving back in quarantine. (laughs) You know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. Let's talk about that. So before we, we dive into the stats and whatnot, Kyrie Irving, there was a play, for those who didn't see it, there was a play, um, loose ball, Kyrie's going for it, Little's going for it, Little dives for the ball, Kyrie comes up hobbled, okay? Now, Kyrie says, Nasir Little's dive for a loose ball is a bad play and unnecessary. There's no place in our game for that. I get the intent from Nasir. It's nothing against him, but it was unnecessary. Now, before we get into Little's response, you guys saw it. What's your reaction here? Tell that boy to play some basketball and grow a pair. And I can see Kyrie's hoo-ha showing. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. What do you What do you want me to do? You want me to say something bad about Nasir Little diving and hustling for a loose ball on the floor? Like, are we going to go back to 93 when that famed Shaquille O'Neal slide, you know, out of bounds? Like, <laughs> we don't talk about that or the Rodman or the Kobe's that jump onto the scorer's table. I mean, those are called hustle plays. And Kyrie Irving clearly has been away from the game long enough uh, that he's forgotten what that looks like, which is probably the reason why they lost. Right. Could be. Bro. I mean, what I'm going to say is how dare Nasir, Nasir Little do something that puts other people in danger? Is Ooh. Kyrie Irving really saying this? Man, are you taking a <laughs> shot at Kyrie? Is Kyrie a shot at him? Is Kyrie really saying this? Come on now, why Kyrie. Are you, why are you jabbing Kyrie right now? <laughs> because I want to jab Kyrie, man. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand... I like why Kyrie using the word jab, right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it was a fluke play. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I I think keep the puns coming. I'm a dad. I love them. <laughs> Kyrie looked like he was like trying to back up and I don't think Nasir knew that like Kyrie was trying to box out a little bit and that's when he when he dove. It was just kind of unfortunate the way that it happened. I don't think it was a bad play. I don't think it was a bad play either. I think if you're Kyrie Irving, yeah, you've been away from the game for a bit. Maybe you haven't been paying attention enough because Nasir Little is a hustler. He's a hustler, baby. All energy, dude. All energy. Yep. That dude, you got to know he's going to dive for it. You got to know. And I think Kyrie did because if you look, he kind of boxes, tries to box him out a little bit. Yeah. Like, he gets in his way. It's your own dang fault, Kyrie. Yeah. He, once he started to back up and try to box him out, that's when he dove. So, it's 
It, was, it looked bang bang to me, dude. It was just coincidental it that just a hustle play. You know, yeah, it was. It was a hustle play, Agreed. and that's that's why you love a guy like Nasir Little. He gives you those hustle plays. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read you what his response on Twitter was. Little says, "I would never hurt someone on purpose. I have the utmost respect for Kyrie, but y'all are delusional if you think this is a bad play, and I do it again." I don't give a bleep what y'all talking about. I'm for it. I'm for it too. Yeah, I'm for it. He said enough. I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure Eric's for it too. I mean, I I got nothing to say about Kyrie Irving in this year little other than <laughs> if uh it's too bad that Nas wasn't a vaccine because Kyrie would have gotten say. way out the way. It's too bad <laughs> Nas wasn't holding a vaccine he syringe. He would have uh, dodged that real quick. Oh, yeah. Kyrie wouldn't even been in the play. Yeah. Wouldn't even been in the building. For real. I mean, For it's real. just, it's it's unfortunate, though, you know, that you have a guy like who's as high profile as Irving is with kind of some of the checkered, recently checkered past. Uh, he gets a chance to come back, and the first thing he does is take a shot at somebody. No pun intended that time. <laughs> uh, you know, for doing what he hasn't been doing for the last 40 games, which is playing hard. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I agree. You know, um, it's an interesting interesting situation panning out between those two, and I hope I see more of it because I have, I have a suspicion that Nasir Little is going to come out on top nine times out of ten now the Blazers won this game 114 to 108 without Norman Powell without Damian Lillard without CJ McCollum without Larry Nance Jr. now you could argue Brooklyn was also without some players Aldridge Harris Harden but tell me tell our listeners what it was that you liked I know you didn't watch the game Eric Rowe what was it that you liked the most about the way the Blazers played this game? Well, if you're just looking at the players on the roster, on both rosters, the first two players off the board, if you're doing like a random draft, is going to be Durant and Irving. So they're already top heavy. They're already more quote unquote talented than us. But this uh-huh. was a team effort by the Blazers. Our starting five all got into the double digits. It seemed like we were playing team basketball. There wasn't necessarily a star, but you could argue that maybe Anthony Simons was the key that kind of un- unlocked everything for this game. He scored, let's see, 20, 23 points, 11 rebounds, 6 assists. He did a great job. Career night for assists, too. Yeah. Absolutely. I think Macklemore, too, went off. He did. 20 and 5. He shot uh, a couple bang bangers at the end of the fourth. Yep. He shot 54.5% from the field, 62.5% from three. Right. Made five three pointers. I mean, he's nothing if he's not a gunner, man. You know, it's like if that guy catches fire. He's a sniper. He's a natural born killer. Dude, it's so. It's an interesting conundrum we have here going up to the trade deadline and I know I'm kind of jumping the page here but a conversation I had on the way home today with with Roe the Blazers are heavy on talent in the guard position but a little light with the bigs and I, I feel like it creates a situation where Portland has to make a move 
And I know when the Blazers started dipping below 500, we started talking about potential trades, people that, you know, these guys that we, it's not that we don't want them on the team, but we can see them thriving elsewhere while improving our roster with a trade, right? So I kind of want to get your take, Eric, because we haven't spoken in a while, especially about hoops. Now, you look at Portland's roster. We've got Anthony Simons, who looks like he should be a starter. He has proven that he should be a starter in this league. Then you've got Ben McLemore, who's putting up 20 points against the Brooklyn Nets. For two and a half million a year. Right. Um, You've got uh, Dennis Smith Jr. coming off the bench, playing solid defense. Maybe his offense needs a little work, but that's not bad coming off the bench. You've got Damian Lillard. You've got CJ McCollum. Am I missing anybody? No. No. How about Norman Powell? Oh, Powell. Yeah. How about Norman Powell? Then you've got Norman Powell. So when you look at those those guys and you look at the forwards that you have, there's a lot of redundancy in the guard position. Yeah, I think Portland's best bet right now is to blow it up and let really? Dame rest. Yeah, oh yeah, let the guy rest. I mean, you're you're nine games under five hundred. You're forty games in. The season is literally half over. Um, if he does come back, you're fighting an uphill battle to get into the 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 playing round potentially. Maybe move up to a a solid six seed, but you're not gonna you're not gonna get what you're looking for, and that's a championship now fast forward uh, a season from now and Dame's abdominal issue finally has an opportunity to heal because he's doing the rehab. He's not putting the strain on. Uh, Maybe you get a good draft pick. You move a couple guys at the deadline to buoy your roster a little bit uh, and balance it. But I mean, I'm not ready to call it a lost season just yet, but if you wanted, you don't want to salvage this season. This isn't the season you want to save. You want to be prepared for next year. You know, and between the abdominal injury to Lillard and the lung injury to CJ, the emergence of of Little and Simons, you know, you have the building blocks for a successful team next season. And the, the example that I would use and it comes to mind is Golden State last year versus Golden State this year. Injuries decimated Golden State. Uh, it, it, it put them in a really precarious spot last year. Everybody said they were done. They're champions. They come back this year. And to me, they're probably the best team in basketball. I think, you know, I was telling Kate and my son the other day, you know, I, I bet money that Golden State, if they stay healthy, wins the championship. You know, and you could do, you could make an argument for Portland the same way. If, you know, they move CJ or they move Norm, uh, if they keep Simons, if they keep Little, if Dane comes back healthy, okay, well, you're seeing guys who have had an opportunity to do something that they wouldn't do had the big guys stayed healthy, and that is play and develop. And now these guys have become big-time players. Okay, well, uh, now put them in a system that works where guys are healthy from day one. And, you know, I bet you Portland, if they do it right with Cronin uh, as GM, you know, they go out, fill out that roster and be competitive same way Golden State has. Maybe not take the league by storm the way the Dubs have, you know, 
again, but you know, for the most part, maybe you do think about just shutting it down. The NFL playoffs are here and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So when you say blow it up, you don't mean blow up the roster. You just no. mean shut down Dame, shut down McCollum, let, let the young guns develop for the rest of the season, and then see what you got next season. Yeah. You know, you, you do need to move. You need to move one of the three, though. You, you have to move either Powell. That's what I was getting at. Or Little. I'm sorry. Powell or Simons or McClellan. One of those three has to, to leave. You know, and, and and the reason being either money or talent will get you something back in return. You know, you, you got the money side with CJ. You have the affordable contract and talent with norm or you have the undeniable talent of science who's going to get buku money this this summer anyway regardless yeah yeah he's a so, star rogue yeah. what do you have to chime in i mean i'm i'm sort of along the lines of where eric is coming from but at the same time you could kind of talk to yourself into perhaps saving saving some of this season but then it depends on what what you really want for the next year, right? Like how how good is this team really going to be if Dame comes back healthy, if CJ comes back healthy? And these are big ifs, by the way. If we we are able to make a move, but you could see the pieces, they're here. I mean, we have talent. Ant looks great. Larry Nance looks great at times. Little looks great at times. We have a supporting, some great supporting players who could potentially take us deep into the playoffs but it's just sort of like how deep this year really you know so eric kind of has a great point where it's like i don't know i don't know if you save this season or not it's hard to say yeah i i agree with what both of you are saying it's hard to say but currently uh, i believe we're sitting the blazers are sitting at 10th in the west which how many teams What's the cutoff for the play-in? Seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yep. So if they start today, we're in the play-in. If you're able to bring back a healthy Damian Lillard, a healthy CJ McCollum, you make a move, or you know, or you make a move between CJ, Norm, or Ant to get mm-hmm. maybe a wing or a big. Does that does that make a difference? Does that change your mind? Because. Say say Dame comes back in two three weeks. Say say he comes back after the All Star break. Is that enough time to save this season? We got CJ who's going to come back and play here soon. You know he's healthy. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I just read that he the only reason he's sitting right now is he's expecting any day now for his 
first kid to be born. Congratulations, mm-hmm. to DJ. You know, so yeah, so he'll be playing it in suit. Uh, but again, you know, you're you want to play. So you, Portland stays at ten. Um, they beat nine. They got to beat nine twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then whoever wins seven and eight, Portland's got to beat them twice. So they have to win. They have to win a, basically a, a four-game series, or four games in a series before they even sniff eighth place and play the best team in the league, who's going to be Golden State. So, um, if the playoffs started today, so then then Portland goes and gets Golden State round one. You know, you, Dame healthy, this roster as is, maybe minus one of the three guards we talked about rotating out, maybe no more Nurk depending on you know how the trade happens to shake out what there's not a there's not a team that's light years better than portland right now that i see beating golden state Mm -hmm. yeah so why would you why would you do it with portland i mean that's that's a very valid point after Um, you play four games you're gonna play four games in a week but but i also think at some point you just gotta try right because golden state's gonna be good for a while they've been good for a while and you've seen teams like the raptors come in and steal a title you know you've seen milwaukee i'm just that saying you've seen milwaukee come in and win a title i'm just saying you tell stranger me things durant, have happened. kevin durant plays clay thompson plays in that series you think golden you think golden state still loses to toronto there's not a snowball chance in hell i'm just saying things happen yeah okay do you do you try or do you go for the high draft pick because really that's that's what that's what it would relate to right you either try or you make a trade because i think we can all agree there has to be at least one trade this but you the other thing too is you know that none of this matters right if dang comes back and he says let me play i'm going to play they're going to play of course i mean it all hinges on what dame wants if dame says shut me down they're going to shut him down if he says let me play he's going to play hurt and they're going to let him i mean i'm just talking about what you want to see because you either, i would rather see them shut it down like i said you either try or the next logical step is to shut it down you make one or two trades to improve the roster and you get that high draft pick and hopefully either turn that maybe take that and parlay it into you know a high level talent that can improve the roster or you you get one of those i mean we said it on the last show get one of those high profile big men in the draft who can make an immediate difference I mean, this this all makes sense, like to to shut everything down and to just hope for good things to come for the next year. But what I'm really wishing for this year is for us to still stay somewhat relevant, because that'd be a lot of fun. I well, think- you do. You have that though, right? Because you know, in who's getting traded for real? Okay, which of, of the just and Roy, you tell me out of the four guys up front who are going to be Dame, CJ, Norm. And Simons, which one fits the best in today's NBA? Which Simons. fits? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So it's not good. So you'd have. I'd bet my house that Simons is not the guy that they trade. 
yeah. You know, so. I, I think it's I think it comes down between CJ or Norm. Exactly, that's, it's got to be. Yeah. I mean, that's where all your money's tied up anyway. Yeah, so you're still gonna get that, right? You're still gonna get the excitement. You're not gonna win some games, but it's gonna be like Brandon Roy in 06, 07, You know, where it was like that. I just got chills. We, we won like thirty-two or thirty-one games that year, but, but it was Brandon. really fun to yeah, it was fun to watch. Yeah, you're and right. You're, gonna get you're right. Yeah, and that's all, all right. I really want is like for some fun basketball to happen. Even for if Brandon we do to come back, I, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe as a coach, an assistant. <laughs> yeah, but even if we run into a juggernaut like the Warriors or the Suns to at least be competitive and fun, but it has to come with the trade. Like, I don't want this iteration of the Blazers right now to go into that battle because I know how that ends. Like, I know how this story is going to end. We've okay? seen it time and time again. We've seen it over and over and over. Go get me, like, you know, we, we keep saying it. Ben Simmons is going to be in that talk every single time, right, when it comes to Blazers news. Or Jeremy Tobias Grant. Harris. Tobias, Tobias Harris. Harris Miles Turner. Anyone else that is going to get me up out of my seat when I read Bleacher Report alerts, that's that's what I want to watch for this upcoming playoffs is a move like that. Otherwise, I'm with Eric. Shut the thing down. Shut it down. I agree. Really, the only thing I want to see from this season anymore, I mean, besides a miraculous championship, um, is more Ant Simons. I yeah. want to see him completely dominate like he's been. I want to see more Nasir Little. I want to see how they develop together because you can see already that there is they play off each other really well yeah can i go over uh ants ant stats real quick over the yeah, last five you games absolutely should you absolutely mm-hmm. should over the last five games he is 27.8 points per game 7.6 assists per game 3.2 rebounds a game he's shooting 51 percent from the field and 44 percent from three Kyrie, who he is man it's good he's and he's doing, doing good, it against some quality talent too he is. Yeah, yeah. He's shifty. He's got it. He's got everything in his bag except maybe going left more often. But yeah, he beats, I mean, he gave Trey Young some buckets. Yeah. He also, he also did Patty Mills dirty. Got him backpedaling, bad. <laughs> uh, you know the the cool thing about Ant that I've noticed is that each game he gets a little better. Yeah. Each game, something about his game gets a little better. And it's, it's enjoyable to watch. Now, gentlemen, I don't want to talk about that game anymore because there's something interesting that came up. And, Ro, you brought this to my attention. There's been some renewed momentum for creation of an in-season NBA tournament. What do you guys think about that? No? You don't like it? Look, so apparently... You... Up, go ahead, Eric. My, I've always been against that for one reason in particular, and that is because the the 82 game NBA season is already too long, and you mix in COVID and quarantine and safe, uh, health and safety protocols uh, with the other injuries that we've already seen this year and last year, and you start asking guys to play more and do extra and you're I, I think it's a recipe for disaster so I don't think that this is going to start this season you know ho- I, 
take COVID out of the out of the equation, the health and safety protocols. You said the season is too long as it is. Ro, will you give us a breakdown? Sure. Of what all this in-season tournament in, entails, because I have to say I, I looked it over, and I'm kind of a big fan of it, except for one part. Go well, ahead. basically, it would be kind of like pool play as part of the regular season, and it actually would shorten the regular season from 82 games to 78 games. And there's like a there's like a purse of a million dollars that go for like the winning team and other incentives. But the interesting part is that in the tournament, the wins and losses actually go towards your record. So you got to put some effort in this tournament. And the timing is right before Christmas. So it's kind of interesting. So the one part that I don't like about it is they don't mention anything about it replacing the All-Star game. Now, I I actually really enjoy this idea of having the in-season NBA tournament, but I wish it would replace All-Star weekend. Because I'd be for it. Honestly, guys, like do you guys even watch All-Star? No, it's like a dog show. It's it is like a dog show. <laughs> that is a great analogy. You know, I, I don't know how else to put it. So for me, I, I catch the highlights, man. Unless yeah. there's unless we have skin in the game like last season, I don't watch it. I'll catch the highlights. Oh, yeah, cool. Cool dunk, man. That was okay. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, Steph Curry won the three-point contest again. I like I like what you said here because the, the, what's missing from the all-star game is is superstars participating and, and competitiveness and competitiveness this solves both absolutely eric i know you're you're at the hotel room right now or not room but at the hotel but uh, do you have anything else to chime in on this i don't think that there is enough incentive to if, if you wanted me to get excited about an nba season which is what this is this is there's no other reason to do something like this other than to generate some interest. Um, both of you guys just said the same thing. Like, we don't watch the All-Star game. I don't watch the All-Star game. I don't watch the three-point shootout. I don't watch because I don't really care. Um, I don't watch the dunk contest because it's a clown show of, of, of bench warmers. No offense to Simons, who won last year. Okay, but I don't. And I don't watch the Oscar game because it's not really a game. It's a it's an exhibition. It's like watching the Harlem Globetrotters play the Washington Nationals. Like it's <laughs> right. It's honestly the worst part of All Star Weekend. Yeah, yeah. And that's not saying much. Well, this here's another point I'm going to bring about this this in season in season tournament. I'm going to bring up the NFL here. The reason why the NFL is like the king of sports in America, at least. Is because of disparity like you don't know who's going to win at the end because it is a single game elimination that's why people love march madness right and this is sort of like march madness you could be a team kind of like in the middle rankings where you think you might have a hope to win this season tournament so i think it adds a little of excitement if the blazers right now were to participate in a in-season tournament and let's say dame miraculously comes comes back I would watch that tournament. I'd be like, dude, dude I think we could win. I would, I would watch the heck out of that. With Ant turning on, and with imagine, Nas turning on. And like, imagine what could that be could interesting. do to your record at the end of it. Yeah, it matters, right? 
it matters. It matters. I think it's interesting. I know it's probably a pipe dream where like it may not come to fruition, but it's fun to think about. I think so. I think so. But fellas, on that note, I want to give both of you a big shout out. Eric, welcome back. I'm so happy to see you healthy and happy. Amen. And out there taking names. Uh, appreciate you being on the show again. Man, thank you. Let me say something too, real quick. I had that stuff, man, and it was gnarly. And I am a vaccinated individual. I can only imagine what it would have been like had I not had that shot because I was down and out. So if anybody here is on the fence, anybody who listens is on the fence and they wonder, I'm telling you, they they say that it feels like you got glass in your lungs. That's some real stuff. It felt like I was, I was coughing up a, a, a broken windshield. Good Lord. Amen, brother. So, well, hey, man. Thank you for bringing awareness on the show. Thank you for beating it. Oh, yeah. Thank Can't so, take Big it. shout out to you guys, uh, the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, Twitter followers, and Bucket Busters. You make it so easy to keep stepping up to this mic. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter, at BustedBucket, with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening. Booyah.